Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Lock me up, throw away the key. I'm just a prisoner of love. A good theme song, and we don't sing it anymore. That's right. You just now remember that was our theme song for Love After Lockup, didn't you? I did. (laughs) I went, what was that? I thought you were going to say, you dropped a bomb on me, baby. You dropped a bomb on me. Because this is the single life, and this episode's called Bombs Away! Which is usually what the football team yells at Poodle (laughs) when he's outside their door with his mouth open. (laughs) And you know what? Throw it down, boys! (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I got a big mouth, boys! (laughs) Haven't dropped one yet! (laughs) God knows what that is. God knows. Uh, this is the single live reality it is gaze. The single live, yes. Um, we're y'all. I think we're getting close to the end of the season here. We have no idea. <laughs> what if there's fucking twenty two episodes of this? Uh, no. What if there's? No. Will it still be your favorite show? It's not my favorite show. Your That's favorite big royalty. Day, your favorite ninety day. You know, you have said that it you have was said the best one. I know it was the it's was the best produced. I think that um, I think we're in the doldrums now, and it's still a lot better than a lot. I think this season of Happily Ever After may may have some interest for me now. I'm excited for it. Um, I'm I uh, oh God I I wanted Big Ed to be rejected in. Just in a blaze of glory. You know, uh, I have to say. But 
twas not to be. You said last episode you get very triggered by Ed. Very triggered. And I think that does color that you just want him to like be crying in his shower so you can point and laugh at him. Yes. And hopefully an animatronic rat is there. <laughs> that animatronic rat. You know what it is? Uh, I, I just, I, people, he, he acts like a victim, but he's just as dangerous as anybody else. I agree. Um, let's just talk about him now. Let's talk about with. Big Ed. Do we have any announcements? Um, let's see, y'all. Uh, be sure to listen to our interview with Kate Casey talking about big, big royalty. royalty. Uh, Lindsay from Summer House is on, is on that episode as who's well. Who's Tracy? Who's Tracy? Um, and who's Tracy Merch? Apparently, Poodle said it's coming <laughs> next week. Right? We're working on Didn't it. Can you say next week? Next week. Maybe the week after. Okay, there we are. There we are. There we are. And so, um, also, we don't know when it's dropping. It might have dropped by the time this episode's out. But re- uh, Kate Casey's also interviewing the executive producer of Pig Royalty. Kate Casey, reality life. Mainly because we made her. <laughs> we told and her. she's so excited about and it she's now. she's such a good interviewer. Y'all, we would just, like, giggle and talk about dicks and pigs. But she actually finds out shit. She actually... Uh, the Barbara Walters of podcast. We, we, we waylay her a lot, and she kind of drags us back on to, <laughs> onto the tarmac. True. We don't mean to waylay people. No. You, you, you do your best to waylay me. Maybe. Maybe. So anyway, y'all, um, I think we have that announcement. We have. We want to remind people that if you're listening, um, uh, if this is on the free feed, obviously, but if you're enjoying like people like Danielle, we're talking about Danielle right now on Happily Ever After. On Yes, on season one. On season one. I guess ha- we could talk about our announcement now. Yeah. Why not? I think so. Uh, we, y'all, we always do, for our, on our Patreon at our $5 level, we do classless, classless, or, which is basically classic nine day episodes. We've done season one, season two, season three of original of OG, and we did we we started out of order that we did season one, two, three of before the ninety days, just because we liked it the best. Yeah, and then we also did the other way, season one of the other way, and then we decided let's go all the way back to where it all started. And season one is was a short season, but yeah. uh, we you get to and you get to if you, if you at their fifty dollar level you get to watch our reactions to I these people to, for the watch alongs. But at the five dollar level, you get our reactions to like the, when Danielle married Muhammad and yeah. everyone there looked like they had dysentery and he didn't <laughs> want to kiss her. Yes, or when um, or when uh. Uh, Devar married Melanie, and her sister Beverly um, looked like she ate a lemon and cried at the same time because she was angry <laughs> and touched. It's or true. you saw Mark waiting by the beach for Nikki, and we all screamed, "Don't show up! Don't show up! But don't she show did. up!" And she did, and we all died inside a little bit. <laughs> it's true. So anyway, that is the class. So what we decided to do, I thought, you know, Poodle, it might be nice to remind people that from now on, going forward. 
Um, every time we start a, a new, new show, season, a new season of a new new of a yeah new of season. an old a new season of an old ep- of classic of, of nine days. We're gonna put the first episode on our free feed, so that way some of you can listen because some of you might not remember. We always try before you buy, yeah. But we're gonna do that. We just released that episode on our our reality gaze extra Patreon and Supercast this week, so it'll be out so next week on our free feed. It will be, we still want to give that to our to our uh, subscribers first but the week after you're gonna get it next week yeah and can see what you think and you can see our reactions when alexander are we putting the video out no i'm sorry you can hear our reaction thank you you can hear our reactions to where when we first meet josh and alexandra and and then you can hear us talk about when she has a black baby And doesn't and look like her roommate slash dance partner at all. At all. Who was a black man? <laughs> Josh is real white. Y'all. Although. That is, that is, I've never it, been more. It broke shocked. my brain. I have nor. That is the. Okay. On it. What gobsmacked you more? That or seeing Maria? Seeing Maria. That'll always still be. I think seeing Number Maria, one. But that was very close up it there. It was close. It was close. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Classless. Dingo good. <laughs> anyway, y'all, so that's what we're planning on doing now, and we'll do it from now on going forward for that yes. first episode. Yes. All right. Let's jump into season one, or uh, Bombs, Bombs Away. Bombs Away. So, y'all. Speaking of bombs, It's the Ed. morning afterwards uh, for Big Ed and Liz, and they're getting ready. And Ed's like telling, talking to the camera. He's like, "Well, we get your tums ready." Yeah, he's like, "Well, we started snuggling and we started to kiss." Boy, she's a giver. But she's a giver. And then Christopher <sighs> said, "Did you have <sighs> sex?" And Ed goes, huh, huh. "We made love all night. We yeah, did. I did it. I did it. We I did it. Made we love we had all sex. Night, Lynn, <laughs> all night, all night, and big head, but my penis is small. I don't." I think it's medium. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um I I, I want to move through this because it's just disgusting <laughs> to me. Not not for this who This is like Poodle wants to get through this like you get through a swamp. I know. Quickly. Uh I I find Big Ed so cloying and everything about him. Uh the way he was rejoicing in kind of and and I say this because this is what it, this is this is the feels that gives me in his conquest of her. Um and yet yet one more step in his journey of I don't I totally understand what you mean. Yeah. I don't feel the yeah. conquest though. It almost is I feel like it's um it's like another Jenga piece of like self love he's trying to add to his self love pile, but then something's gonna happen and it's all gonna tumble now, down. I think and it's, he has to rebuild that's it the every thing. time. I think we're talking about the same thing. It's just the semantics are different. No, I just yeah, yeah. yeah I'm trying I, to bring out how we both the reactions yeah, we both have. To me to. it's all possessive. To me it's that's the pro that's why he has problems with jealousy. Yeah. It's all his. It's all for him. It's yeah. all his pleasure. And uh, and the idea, and I think he he is capable of saying, "I want a relationship with someone," but it's still one sided, because because he is incapable of seeing anyone's experience besides his own. Yeah, and that is his fatal flaw. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, and I, and this is, you know, you know, we, but, we, we think people can be helped by therapy. You'd have to start over with Ed. Like you'd have to do like rebirthing. <laughs> no, Ed, Ed needs, uh, Ed would need like group therapy. Totally. Years. Narcissists need group therapy. Yeah. Years now, of it. It's sad for the other people that had to deal with it in the group. He would just but talk about himself. You have to be able to call them out in a relationship with someone immediately. Do you it's think, like a dog. It's like when a dog pees. You don't have like a puppy you're potty training. Right. You have to catch them while they're peeing it to say no. So they relate it to that instance. Do you think he would ever really respond? I, I do. I think Big Ed could possibly, possibly make a change. Someone like Andrew, never. Yeah. I agree with that. Mark from Mark and Nikki, never. No. Um... I think you would have to break him down to his lowest. I think you'd have to hit a bottom. (laughs) 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 Who knows, Big Ed? Maybe you're a big bottom. We always are a bottom joke. Uh, So, y'all, she took over last night, and I've never had anyone make love to me like that over and over and over. Now, I wrote down also, later on, uh, she took over. Uh, she's sitting there putting on her makeup, and y'all, Liz, something's gone from her. I swear. Like this is you are putting so much transference in. The, I, mean, I think it I am. Really tri- no, I don't mean to make fun of you. I mean, no, like, but it I mean, really triggers you. No, it's but no, you can tell. And when she when he's talking to her, she detests him. It does seem weird. It just yeah. I feel like something has changed. It either either the the bloom is off the rose and the niceties are done. Now it's like, how can she kind of keep up appearances until this thing plays out? And now I fucked you. <laughs> and now I fucked you. I have been changed, changed. for yeah that's the truth um i think she's thinking of some i think it's money obviously um and i think she's she's seeing it pay off i it's it's i if it's I not money why that i i, I see, want to shake her i keep saying this i see it i don't think it's about more than it i mean i think it probably helps I don't know if it's about being on the show. I don't know if it's about being famous. I see, although I haven't looked at her social media, maybe she's blowing that up. So right. I have no idea. I see a brokenness in her. Yeah. I because often the brokenness in me reflects the brokenness in yes, you, and that kind of thing. Broken people often get with other broken people and thinking that they can heal each other. Right. And that's I Rarely I, how it works. I honestly, though, you gotta, you gotta heal yourself first. I, I, I think you're right there. Um, but shit's gone down for her that I don't think we. I kind I of agree. Was, I think something really bad happened to her. Um, quick question for you. Yeah. Cool name, ranch. We talked name, about this last episode. <laughs> name some people you would sleep with before you slept with Big Ed. Attila the Hun. I think I would I would gladly sleep with him. Um, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. And definitely, Forceful. You're, you're, he definitely choke you. You're into choking right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
uh, Barney. The, the dinosaur? Yeah, like the actual... I thought meant like rubble because I would totally let okay. Barney Rubble do me. It, Bar- Fred Flintstone, kind of a bore. Barney Rubble the cartoon or Barney Rubble, a.k.a. Rick Moranis from the movie? No, no, no. I'm thinking like uh, Barney, Barney Rubble, um, uh, Flintstones uh, leaving Rock, Rock Vegas. Or uh, wow, someone really <laughs> got into the Flintstones. Flintstones. No, because that was like Stephen Baldwin, who's like crazy now. But oh, he's back then he was oh, cute. He was a great fuck. I'm sure. Um, um, I think probably even the cartoon character. I think I'd also fuck Barney. Um, um, that uh, I would have. Speaking of cartoons, I would have sex before Ed with uh that old man from um. Uh, that old man from Scooby Doo who was robbing people under the sea and knew that those kids uh, he would have got away with it all along. All of the people all, who all who were unmasked. Yeah, I I would it, fuck all of anybody them. Anybody for you? Um, you know, uh, weirdly when it's just some animation there. Um, I don't know why. I think I would fuck. Let's see. I think I would fuck Merv Griffin. Uh, before He's a handsome guy before uh, Big Ed, he was a handsome guy. Muttley, the the dog. <laughs> yeah, but but fuck that. Um, Big Ed would let me just say Big Ed would be way down my list. Who is who would you fuck Big Ed before? Like who would you say gladly I'll take Big Ed? Um, He's way down my list though. Um, Darth Vader? No, I love a man in black. I think I bang him early on the oh, list. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The noise would bother you. Yeah. Um, boy, this is really. I know. Um, it's sad because we have such low bars. <laughs> okay, okay. So play. I can't think of anyone to be honest. Yeah. So play this game. In order of who you fuck first. Okay. Mark, Ugh. Andrew, Ugh. Big Ed. Ugh. You know who I've got to say? Now, if I fuck them, do they have to speak? I mean, if they talk in bed, then they talk in bed. Can I just put my hand like I've done to several people? No, you might have to hear, you might have to hear somebody go, Nikki, Nikki. Uh, I'm going to say Mark first. Surprisingly, then Andrew, then Ed. I'm that really? repulsed by Ed. I, I think I would have to do Mark. Um, well, no, I would fuck Andrew first because when he's fucking me, I could say like, "You like this booty? <laughs> do you like? Is it gold in these hills you found?" Andrew? Are you wearing my ring? <laughs> One cock ring to rule them all. So definitely, just for that. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, I could French braid his hair because it is pretty True. hair. Yeah. So then him, and then it's tough. You know what? Mark's kind of a handsome man, but he's so I get triggered by him. Me too. I think I would fuck Andrew, Big Ed, and then Mark. Even though Big Ed would say would start crying and saying, "I'm so happy what you've given me." Big Ed finishes in one minute. Totally. You know what? You're right. Mark fucks you forever. <sighs> Gross. You're right. I hate when you're right, but you're right. Where um, are we? Can we move on? Yes. We said this wasn't going to be a long show. Um, <laughs> I, I just was, I'm still confused about, wow. 
she's got to be really in for the long haul. Or, like you said, something really, really bad happened to her. She said the sex was good, though. She said the sex was good. She said, I had to teach him how to get kiss, but we laughed about it. She said, I have to train him to do a lot of things. So, remember you guys on the last episode, I said, as soon as you, it's like if you give a mouse a cookie, if you agree to go on a date with Ed, he will invite you to a wedding. If you say yes to the wedding, he will want a kiss. If you, he wants a kiss, then he's going to want be your to, to sleep with you. Then once he slept with you, he's going to want to... In this case, he wants to be your boyfriend. Your boyfriend. In the same breath. In the same... Y'all, they just had sex last night. She's putting on her makeup. And... I threw my pad again as soon as he said, you want to be my girlfriend. And the way he said it was not, hey, I really would like to be your boyfriend. Or to even say, like he could say... Hey, today in the wedding, people are going to know you're with me. How do you want me to introduce us? What's right. a good way for that? And let her lead with this. Exactly. Instead, instead of, saying, of saying, trapping her into something. Instead of saying, you know, I think people are going to think we look like a couple. Yeah. So. This is, this is making the decision already so she has no agency. So if we're going to look like a couple, do you want, and underneath this is, do you want me to feel bad when I tell them exactly. that you're not my girlfriend? It's fake sympathy. I'm going to feel bad that I'm not going to be able to say this. Yep. Gross. Don't ask someone when they're stuck in a hotel room with you to be your fucking girlfriend. Where last night's condoms are still on the floor. And you have, but <laughs> like you said before. In the, Been there. there. Yeah. Were there really <laughs> condoms there? In the early days. Okay. Before prep. Pre-prep. Yeah. <laughs> Perp. 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 Um, God, Rodney, come back First to us. Pressure, pressure, alert come back to us, Rodney. I mean, that's basically the respect. She says yes. Um, also, can I just say, there's no problem with saying, with introducing someone, this is my date, Liz. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. But Ed is so obsessed with this fantasy of being in a relationship. But yes. and with the relationship that he has caused, and in a weird way, he set everything in motion. And you think, well, then that's it. That's it. You add, she agreed to be the girlfriend. There can't be anything else. What, She's great. What What else does this Ed Mouse want? Ed Mouse wants, and then he's like, oh wait, one more thing. I want I, you to meet my daughter. I need you to meet my daughter in two weeks. And otherwise, it, this can't happen. And thank God. Liz finally goes, whoa. I like it when she's like, thanks for, I was fine, but thanks for giving me the anxiety. She was like, that was really quick, which shows how well they don't communicate. No. And because again, it's what my angel says. People show you who, you, who they are when you meet them. Believe yeah. them. She yeah. is not believing who Ed is. No, he, he showed up and, and said that, it, it, he, she should have run when he kissed her nose and grabbed her head. She should have ran before that. Well, yeah. Because he kept saying this, like, she, but she didn't. So she said, yeah, I was fine till you said that. And then she said, definitely just think about what you just said. Yeah. And then Liz is kind of like, we just got calm and then boom. Now we're stressing about this. Now, they did have... A really good time at the wedding. Yeah. Ed said it was great. 
This is Ed. We don't know what Liz he said. He did walk two dogs down the aisle, which y'all, I'm going to go on record about this. Oh, no. I think it's fine when people have dogs in the wedding. Number one, the dogs could ruin your wedding. Well, but they're dogs. I don't know. I I just don't think they really belong there. Y'all, people in the Sissy Squad are going to post things I, about their dogs and their weddings. I completely disagree with this, yes. You're, you would have your dog at your wedding? Depending on my where wedding was. I probably would not have my dog at my wedding only because I wouldn't want... It would be something to worry about. My dog is like my child. Yeah. So I would not want to worry about where my dog is all day. Right. And I have to take care of my dog. I would want to be right. I would want to have the wedding night, have my honeymoon. So I would not want it. I but feel I don't like, fault people. For I feel like it. it's a, no. I'm just. I'm not blaming anyone. I feel like it's just a spectacle. I for, would feel for, weird about having a dog in a church. Yeah, definitely. For anyone who's thinking about it, having dog your dog at your wedding on that church. <laughs> Sophie peed yep. on everything. For, Go ahead. I'm just saying for anybody who's thinking about it, it's a spectacle. You think people are going to enjoy it? Your dog's not going to remember that day. You know what? If you want to do a spectacle <laughs> that people are going to enjoy, have a 30-year-old gay man be your flower girl. There you go. I just saw that on like a TikTok video, and it was fucking amazing. What? They had a 30-year-old gay man. She had him be her flower girl for the wedding, and it was what incredible. Did, what, did they, what did he do? He's like walking down the aisle, prancing and just throwing roses out. Now, that's a spectacle. And it, I respected that. By the I, way... You can never be the flower girl at my wedding. I don't care how much you ask me. I'll be the youngest person there. <laughs> so they have a good time at the wedding, and Ed says, I'm realizing she's who I want to be with forever. Ever. <sighs> Ever. I'm telling y'all, this doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. This is, this is a long, dark hallway of life. If, if this doesn't crash and burn this season, it will. And, like and, Tariq and Hazel. And it's going to get worse. I just because, said that because there was Tariq and Hazel drama. Yeah, it's going to get worse. It it's, is. It's never going to stay the same. And she's going to realize, finally realize everything she's done. And I know this is someone that's had friendships that I've been manipulated by. And then she's going to be really angry at them. Yeah, she was lured into it all. really angry at herself. Yep. She, she was... The thing about someone who's predatory, you guys, is... They, it's totally Wolf from Little from uh, Little Red Riding Hood. They're going to talk really sweet to you. Uh, in fact, they're going to you're going to think they're kind. But the fact is, they they have an instinct that they need to possess something of yours, and that's what's happening here because that's what to make them feel better. You done. <laughs> Okay. I, I I I I really feel I know so many I know so many men like Big Ed, uh, yeah. and I I I don't feel like I, and I don't like to say who's a man and what's a man. Um, these men abuse their standard as men and what women think men should do to to trick women and can, can seduce women to things. Circle gets a square. Exactly. This is this is manipulation in the worst type. And it makes me sick. Let's move on, shall we? Speaking of someone who knew she was being manipulated and broke out the broke the cycle. It's true. We're going to talk about Danielle, right? Wasn't it Danielle? No. Fernanda. Oh, Fernanda. Oh, this was good. This gave me life. Yeah. 
Wait, Y'all, we're going to talk about commercial. Yeah, we're going to talk for Ananda right when we come back. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. 
so catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself. Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Fernanda Fernanda Alright, y'all, so she's going to see her friend Valentina at the at the yoga studio, and so she, they just they do the yoga, whatever, and then they start talking about Robbie, Robbie, and and because she said Robbie got intense and toxic uh, on their boat ride, and she says, "I like that she used the word toxic." She yeah, used the word toxic, but she said, so "I'm glad she I'm a strong that. Latina, beautiful, independent woman," and uh, and she's like, "Everything was perfect that he did until I told him what I needed." And he just completely kind of spiraled and ra- ra- raised his voice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she said, this was our first serious conversation. And this was how it went. And I said something on the show last week about that, that I, I was kind of, uh, when, when she was upset about how their communication and it felt a little juvenile to me. And weirdly, 
weirdly, I, I did watch it again because someone said in the Facebook group, they're like, I was really surprised you said that. I was too. I went, I know, I went back and looked. It wasn't the conversation they had. It was the conversation she had with Valentina. Oh, and you, conf- yeah. Yeah, that triggered me. Uh, okay. Because that was like people who complained. Yeah, because I sent you a text this morning, you were blah, 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 and you weren't there for it. So the conversation she had before with Valentina. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what triggered me. So you just kind of like, well, yeah. yeah. And so then, and I felt like, and to me, it seemed like she was going in there, she was going to complain to Robbie no matter what. Yeah. About her, yes, yes, yes. That I can see how you thought that. Um, and but I, when I watched it without watching the that first, I'm like, what is happening yeah, like here? It's horrible. He flipped on a yeah. dime. He really did. Yeah. And so, uh, such and a red flag. Like so, he says. it was. It was just. It it kind of blew me away because I and I liked her. I've liked her, and that was this was the. And I, I kind of dismissed her as she's 22 years old. She's complaining because the guy didn't text her. No. And she said what she wanted, and he completely... He flipped got, out. Got a defensive yeah. and flipped out and shamed her for her saying what she and wanted. And shamed her for feeling a certain way. Yeah. And she yeah. had the presence of mind to say, don't tell me how I feel. Yeah, it really was a... Which be- was great. A beautiful... And she even said, like... She said... She was talking to Valentina, and she said... If he talks to me in the right way, then I I appreciate it. He can say she can say I under he should have said I understand Ugh. that you felt this way, but this is how I work. This yeah. is how I it wasn't any of that. And when right. she said that, I went, "This therapist is working for yeah. you, girl." I I think and this is something I say all the time. What if I had like Poodle's top 10 things all anyone is looking for in this world is a little bit of fucking validation. What's number two? Uh, fuck me before dinner. And then we can fuck after dinner. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because then it's already, you, you don't have, there's no anticipation. It's number 10, just go home already. <laughs> um, uh, God made meat, so let's eat meat. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, um, but no, I, I, uh, that's all we need is if he would have just validated her. Yes. Now I missed this, and I needed to, I guess, watch it. But was this in last week? She also said that Valentina. She tells Valentina. Robbie also said, "I don't know if I want you to date anyone else." I missed I'm, it too. I missed that. I think. I think. And you she, watched it twice, so it must have not been in there. I, well, no, I think it was. Uh, I think she said, well, what if I went and dated someone else? And she used it as a for instance. Um, And this is the thing where I think Valentina, I think Fernanda is young. Yes. Um, And she's still very reactive with her relationship. She's trying not to be. Uh But, you know, Robbie is 31. That's a hard 31, y'all. I thought he was older. I thought he was older, and and also I'd still bang him. I'm sorry to say, no, I would. Like, but I mean, he, they talk about this later. But I kind of forgot that y'all, someone who's 22 has no business dating a real relationship with somebody who's older than like 28. Totally agree. Because the 20s, 20s are like earthquakes, like the Richter scale. If you have a 3.1 earth, 
Quake, Earthquake. I can't talk today. Earthquake. Er- earthquake. Earthquake. Long as I'm on this earth. Earthquake. Earth. Um, Who said did Roddy? Did, Roddy's mom. As long as my, my mama is on this, on this earth. My mama's on this earth. earth. But like a 3.0 earthquake, it, and then you have a 3.1. The 3.1 is 100 times stronger. Yep. That is the a the way each age I think changes in your twenties. It's a hundred totally. times difference. In your thirties and forties, it changes. But man, um, twenty two, and she's already been married. So, which makes her she's gone through shit. Right, boy. I was I got my first mobile flip phone when I was twenty two. <laughs> but I'm saying from Sprint to have that kind of that marriage early. That's already something. You need you need to process so much about what you wanted. Yeah, um, and uh, and you had to almost grow up to a level fast, but it wasn't really the right way. So you have to kind of figure out how you want to be. And then she says, "I think this is important for people listening, watching too," because she said, "She said I don't know if I'm being overly sensitive or if it's red flags." And Valentina says, well, I would be cautious. And she said, I just don't know if I'm being oversensitive because what I've experienced in my past. I want to say this. If anyone reminds you of a toxic relationship you had prior to that relationship. That feeling is valid. Run. Yeah. Leave the relationship. You know why? Because if if you stay in that relationship, then that means you're telling yourself no one else will love you. That's true. That that person's the only one for you. I'm going to tell you now, there are millions, thousands of people for you out there. I want to say one corollary to that, because it still could be, if you're, if you're reminded by something, that could be something that, that, that is in your perception it could, of the, something. The danger with that. Now, let's say... Like, in other words, the, let's, say, let's say, let me just give, it, give an option. In other words, let's say you, you have left, you, you, you were in a relationship or you, that, and some, you were, it reminds you because someone's always on their phone and you associate that with someone was unfaithful. Yes. That is not, that doesn't make, that's not logical. Right. But, I, but, but I'm saying sometimes that's hard to tell. That is, but I think what I want to say is especially if you just came from a bad relationship. Okay, and a bad next, relationship. Yes, and that next—that's re- what I said. She came from a bad relationship. Yeah, and this relationship is reminding her of a bad, re- not just like a thing of. I see what you're saying. She Thank- literally, because she literally said this feeling. You're clarifying the yeah. way he spoke reminded her of her ex who was right. toxic for I, her. I was just pulling back so it wouldn't be a blanket. But I think on to err on the side of safety side, you know. Now look, if you're seven relationships down the road and you're like, I'm single because Maddie told me to leave all these seven relationships. <laughs> you might want to process that. Well, I think it's different when, when she's, when she keeps, but this is directly after she had a bad relationship right. and she's saying that this is very remnant. This isn't like three years down the road and she goes, Oh, we got a little defensive. That reminds me, reminded me of that date with Robbie. Right. That's different. Right. That's different. Um, I anyway. So can we talk about their conversation? Yes. The, the day, the day that the lights went out in Chicago. Um, would you, knowing what you know of this date, would you have gone? I I don't think I would have. Me either. I I don't. I think she probably only went probably because of the show production. Yeah. I when somebody was that toxic, I would just say. 
Honestly, I wouldn't even That's call. The thing. I would send them in a text and say, you know what? I would call. I would call. Would somebody treat me like that? I would say, you know what? That was just too much for me. Well, it I don't seems think like we're a match. it seems like they either they had talked about it, uh, but I feel like definitely production wanted to do this for um, sure. So you guys. Uh, they are they're kind of talking and uh two things that are happening here she's uh he absorbs of course like an asshole says i'm impressed with you truly getting here on time like a fucking and asshole said, and she said oh i heard you i'm trying to be better so that means he's we missed it but that means he's already corrected her about her being yep. late yep red flag red yep, flag yep totally totally agree with you um anyway uh, she is kind of they're, they're sitting there and she's like well you know I really should tell you that um, she's going to tell him in fact she's like I'm going to tell him that I don't really want a relationship right now yes which I will say if you're going to tell someone that do not go to dinner with them that's what I think that's a waste of someone's time it's a waste of someone's time now that's a production thing, I'm certain. I'm just saying it. This could be because didn't they go to the same place? It looked like I it. don't know, but this go to coffee if you want to do it in yeah. person. Do it on coffee. This, but this could be construed as her throwing it in his face. Maybe y'all get fruit from like a street vendor and meet there and talk <laughs> about it. No, but I'm just clarifying. This could be, and I don't think this was that this at all. I don't think she wanted to make it seem like this. But there was some chatter about, can you imagine that Fernanda just wanted to throw this in his face and just be huge, elaborate breakup? I don't think she wanted to throw it in right. his face. I think she's on a reality show. Exactly. And when people break up on reality shows, they break up in person they at dinners. They break up on person at dinners. That's like reality show but 101. It com- but it comes out of nowhere. And unfortunately, in that confessional, we already knew it was going to happen, which was weird. Well, because what we find out is not that she's just telling him she doesn't want to date him she's, she's leaving mo- town she's moving to miami and that that did she did seem to take the rug out from under him he kind of lost his balance but it's which was a little satisfying to watch it was that she but here's the deal she never told him that she didn't want to date him no she used her moving kind True. of as an excuse for the reason why we can't date i wish she would have said you know what I just don't think we're a match. I, I don't think she has that level That's of self-confidence hard to do. yet. I know that was hard yeah. to do. She does say, though, basically, she says, you know, because Robbie's like, I'm meeting her. And he said, you know, I'm in my 30s. And my goal in dating is finding my partner in life. Ugh. As we've said before, I don't care if you're 50. Do not have that goal in dating. Right. Have fun. Get have to know fun. Someone, meet people. Be, meet people. Don't say I'm looking for my future wife. The future person will come when you are present, right? Or if you're Jake, they'll come that night. <laughs> they'll come that night. Hopefully, you're gone within the hour. Exactly. Um, so yeah. So yeah. You, she can tell us she's nervous, and she's like, so that's what. But she finally says, "I need a change. I'm going to Miami. I'm leaving this weekend." I went. Damn. That's this what is I wrote like down. Some Jennifer Lopez, we're leaving this traumatic relationship. Uh, and I, what so, was that movie? I don't know. What was that? The one where she left his Billy Crud up, and he found her, and ended up chicken, and she killed him. Enough. Maybe was that when she was the boxer? No, I don't know, but I like J Lo. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Worst version of pyramid ever. <laughs> so she said, he said, but you know I care about you. And this is what was interesting. She's like, but my agent told me there would be opportunities. He's like, but Fernanda, I don't want to date casually. So he immediately jumps to, well, we could date long distance. But he doesn't, she, he, he doesn't get it. He, and he says, it's unfair to make these decisions without me. And I'm like, You've been you on think three you dates. needed to be checked in with and yeah. consulted? The, my favorite part is when he said, I mean, Fernanda, even a fucking text message. I know. Which is what she wanted yep. all along. And then she says, oh, this is my favorite thing that she says. Love is not my priority right now. And I went, yes, Fernanda. I said, too. Drive, 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 Fernanda, drive. She said, I'm 22 and I just got a divorce. I'm not ready. I wrote, I, my soul just rejoiced. I said, I hope people watching this can learn. Yeah. You barely know who you are at 22. Oh. God. I didn't even know a dick I liked at 22. <laughs> Did you? I liked them all. <laughs> That's all I know. Wow. Ooh, like It's like an ice cream shop. There's not really that many bad ice cream. Maybe that like, maybe rum raisin. Never had it. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Most ice cream is good, y'all. Let's be honest. Who's had bad ice cream? There's some bad. Like it's like my nephew will always get this this rainbow oh God, garbage shit that looks like a unicorn crapped but it out. You would eat all of it. It's a little too sweet for me. You would eat all of it. Maybe. There we are. Or they'll get two flavors that don't go together. And my, my that's not the ice cream's fault. That's my, the picker. I know. But my nephew got. Can I get one strawberry cheesecake? And a one black forest almond or something. I'm like, that's not going to go well together. But it's what I want. Yeah, you're going to. And then, and then of course, it's like, I don't really like this. I'm like, yeah, you should have listened, bitch. I don't say that, but I want to. Yeah, I'm glad you don't. <laughs> um, y'all, and they, they can't choose ice cream. Children should be. Children should have ice cream chosen for them. They should. <laughs> and to make things even better. Someone behind them cheers, <laughs> and someone behind them just got engaged. It's just precious. It was perfect. It was as Poodle chef's says, kiss. Chef's kiss. Um, and and I like it when it, she even put she even puts the nail in the coffin. They just got engaged, and they, they, we're breaking up. <laughs> and Robbie just looks like he farted. And the most interesting is he's still so dazed. He's trying to like kiss her. Y'all, yeah, they go to leave. He she, tries to kiss her like three times. She flips the power dynamic within like twenty minutes, and it is fucking impressive. She turns the cheek, and he's just like tries to. Get, she hugs and turns it. It is. I still would have banged it out. I I wanted <laughs> you would have. You would have too. Yes, I would have. <laughs> I would have done it the first date. I know. Me too. I applauded as that scene ended. Me too. Good for you, well Fernanda. Done, Fernanda. I I think this might be the end of that storyline. Let's hope so. Yeah. We still follow Robbie on Instagram, and we're okay with it. No, that. I'm saying that I think it might be the end of Fernanda's kind of storyline. I think there, I don't know if there's much more to go on to. We'll see. Maybe they'll show her in, I don't know. Who knows? Um, should we move on knows? to... They yell. Poor Robbie. He was churning and yearning <laughs> and burning until he died. <laughs> Where did you get that song? I just made it up. 
You know, if you don't listen to our current Happily Ever After, where we thought that Mike's father was passed. He did not, actually. He's alive. But we just, I know, we assumed because his wife, his mom was there. Oklahoma, Oprah. like, really love my mom. So, uh. We thought he died in a butter factory accident. Butter. Butter. Parquet. Parquet. Oh, boy. Uh, so Danielle, they, Daniel comes in to see the three Oracle sisters. Uh, yeah. y'all it's the, there, there's only, there's like 11 midnights gone. They don't have much longer to fulfill the blood prophecy. They don't. And, yeah. Um, so she comes back from this, I, that she's like, I had a really good time with my date with Sonny. And then they again go back to show the mixtape. Right. Which, by the way, Poodle will be making a Spotify playlist of Danielle's mixtape. We'll let you know when it's out. It's probably going to be like, y'all, she only gets like six songs. That's all she can handle. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway. And then there's just like four minutes of dead air. Yeah. She puts like the same song twice. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, y'all, um, Danielle's, I can't wait to tell him how the fun night went. And she gets there and she says... He's fun, he's unique, he's different, he's caring, he's kind, you is good, you, it reminded me of Kind, you is important. important. He conversed with me, and I was surprised she knew conversed. Yeah. Um, and he talked with me, and I went, oh, you just said the same thing twice. And she did say, Sonny is a character, and they're like, Danielle, you're glowing. Can't wait to extinguish the light in your eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, and she does say... He was tired because he was up for 24 hours. <laughs> Favorite statement. And I was like, because he's doing drugs. Because he was doing drugs. Because he's higher than a fucking kite. Sonny's done a lot of drugs. And, and he's not doing drugs now. He's just he's, a little brain dead. Yeah. Done nice a lot guy, of drugs. Though. Nice guy. And actually, I still think it could work. Has a decent sized dick. Who knew? Who knew? Don't you think? I agree. I agree. So she said, and then Sonny asked her to take the Uber home. And she's like... <laughs> Oh, Danielle. This is where I went, oh, God. I, I did re- get a hug from him, but we did exchange numbers. And he asked me to go up to his room. I would have went. I would have went. You don't. He might have murdered you. And then I went, oh, God. I was Danielle. You were. I. And you know what this is? Y'all. Don't, yeah, you really kind of were. Don't throw yourself at anyone who who's, who's just nice to you and think that they love you. Remember was, the guy whose dick you were sucking and he was on his phone? <laughs> yeah, I do. But you I still do. kept sucking his dick? <laughs> In my defense, because it was like an 11-inch dick. Yeah. But then like five minutes in, I was like, go home. And I dropped him off. <laughs> But it took okay. I like that okay, you dropped. Wait, that you dropped him off. Well, he didn't have anybody to get. It was before the days of Uber. But you could have called him a cab, or he could have called a cab. His friend. He lived all the way in Venice. So y'all. So I dropped he, him off. He had a friend who lived in Hollywood, and I said, "Can I just take you there?" <laughs> the fact you didn't shove him out of the. Out of our house. Y'all, I admit it. I was at, and it's okay if you were too. If I went to Akbar and some guy made out with me on the dance floor, I would just chase him around all night. You're like, night. wait, I wait, thought we were in love. I thought you loved me. 
Golly. I'm like... It was... <laughs> and you see me, I'm like, this is my third one tonight. <laughs> yeah. It was... Do you have a hickey on your neck, by no! the way? No! Oh, okay, good. I'm just saying that it's... Get him! Fuck him! <laughs> and y'all, I had, a, I, had a decent, I had a fine childhood. It's not like my parents loved me and all that. But no, you know but- what? We all can... We could all have those moments where we feel you, like you we, didn't think you were worthy. Yes. You didn't think you deserved so, it. So, so I'm, I'm bringing this up just to laugh at it, but also if you're in the same boat and you relate to Danielle, that's okay. Yeah, you can grow for that. I am not that way now. My problem was, and kind of still is, I like all of it. I want all of it. I want the world. I want well, the whole world. I think it's different ways. I think you had ways of feeling of of worried about. Uh, with your insecurities, you never let anybody get close when you were younger. Right, that's true. And you kept them away. That's true. And so I, and that's one thing. Why I think our friendship has worked so much. I think you and I have helped each other be better. Yeah, I I set boundaries that are very far out. Yeah, and I think, but when you were younger, too far out. Yeah. Whereas I was boundaries. I'm not familiar. Yeah, not that's familiar. True. Come over to my house. We'll do yoga the next day, and bring your <laughs> and bring your night bag, and bring your toothbrush. But you know what? Which I'm going to put in the trash. This bitch sitting beside me made him get out, and I appreciate her for it. Um, because right so, now I'd probably have four kids, be divorced, and I'd live outside of Phoenix in a shitty suburb. <laughs> be trying to be a top. It's true. So now they said, well. Did you exchange numbers? And they did. And she I got said, a hug. And then she said, yeah, we exchanged them. I texted him so I, he could get my number. And I went, oh, he didn't want it. And yeah. she said, I'll text you. Let yeah. me see it come up on your phone. So Delete. This We talked about this last, but this is where I wrote, Danielle, it's not about him. It's not about him. It's not about him. It's about just having a good day. And I wish that these... Ladies would have said that to her. They're trying. It's it's really hard though for three eight hundred year old sisters to <laughs> to think past their blood sacrifice. But, so because Danielle says, "I finally think I found a love connection," and I went, "This they, isn't a love connection." They should have been. They should have been pulling pulling uh, lowering the bar. They really should. Have said, it's not. It's not a love connection. They did say. Danielle, though, I'm so glad, though, you put yourself out there. They, they did, did say that. Say that. I, because as we're, y'all, the next day they're driving home, and they're like, so... What and Danielle's your- like in the back next to a suitcase. <laughs> and they're like, well, what's the best part? What was the best part of the trip? And they're all like, oh, mine was the beach. Mine was the beach. And Danielle's like, the deep! <laughs> the tiki bar! The tiki room! <laughs> and so... One girl brings up, well, you know, Danielle, sometimes there's this thing called the three-day rule. The three-day rule. And my first first well, thought. they say, did he text you? And Danielle says, no. no. Uh, but the three-day rule means they're going to text you three days later. And I thought, that sounds like a new made-for-Netflix movie. The three-day yeah, rule. The three-day rule. <laughs> Starring Amy Smart and Ashton Kutcher. Exactly. When do you text a guy after a date if you liked the date? That night. Now, I will say though, that night would Poodle and twenty-four-year-old Poodle do? That? No. So I agree. It's being, and I agree. I wouldn't have done that either. I think when you just get older, you just cut you through the care bullshit. less, and uh, I think you're you're worried that the person's going to like you more than they like you, 
or that you're going to like them more than they like you. Yeah. Whereas when you get older, you realize that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think that though, if it's the next day, like who I, if I had a good date and, uh, the next day it depends on you know what it also depends on depends on how frequent our texts were before then like did you that's a good like did you text every other day exactly or was it like once or twice a week exactly i agree and then i would probably if i hadn't heard anything from them um text them back in about two three days what if it was a 10 inch dick in the best sex you've ever had you know what? Then I would be even more kind of freaked out That's about why, it. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't um, want to mess it up. Yeah, like you, even though you want to text them when they're walking out the door, come back, <laughs> <laughs> come back to me, come back to Cold Mountain. It's like the little the dinosaur on uh, the baby dinosaur on dinosaurs. Again, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the baby, not the mama. <laughs> You're the daddy. <laughs> So you, you really love dinosaurs. It's very I think it's quite seminal going to be our next watching chat. Should be I can get my own green food. Uh, but anyway, Danielle's. So, I had no idea about the three day dating rule. <laughs> um, uh, and so then they drop her off. The three sisters sigh, and and one says to the other, "Oh, Meg- Megdala." Sorry, we will have to wait another 200 years to raise Adrian. However, there is perhaps another choice. Later on, his name is Big Ed. (laughs) Preferably when he has his first feeling of uh, unbridled orgasm. Unbridled orgasm. This is why I love my mother. My mother just texted me, I fucking hate the Boleros. <laughs> <laughs> She's into pig royalty. Good. I think my mom would enjoy pig royalty. Oh, yeah. My mother would never get Discovery Plus, though. Maybe give it to her as a gift. Well, then you have to tell her how to work it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Do they know how to do Netflix? Yeah, she does. Oh, well, then maybe they'll like it. I was shocked my mother had Discovery Plus. She likes Reno shows, doesn't she? Loves them. Yeah. Love She's them. that kind of mom. Um. All right. Can we talk about Molly? Molly. I just say we have never brought the intros. You know where they are in a couple and they split Still apart. Talk about cult and oh, they see God. them walking. Yeah, Molly's is my favorite. That's she's like, got such a purpose, and she purpose in her outfit and her hair. That's what I want to be in. That's how I want to wake up on every day, but Sunday. You could be that. You could be that. Need tighter pants. I do. Um. I just want to say I love it. So, y'all, they're doing a shoot for Libby Ray, and Kelly's on his way. Hey, that rhymed. Kelly's on his way. Doing a shoot for Libby Ray, Ray, and Kelly's on his way. Now, Molly says, now, look, you can recover from feeling bad, but you can't recover from someone lying to you. So, (laughs) Molly's like, Kelly is the greatest guy. This basically nothing happened in Molly's episode. It was just Molly talking to the camera for 10 fucking minutes. So this is going to be quick, y'all. She basically said he's the greatest guy she's ever been with. And she's talking to her friends and she says, I want truth and light and love. And no, trust. you don't. If you don't have trust, 
What it, do you have? What do you have? She talks so much about trust. I thought she was about to break out into a musical theater number about trust. About you gotta have trust. It's the only thing to build a relationship upon. You gotta have some trust. You gotta have that trust. You gotta have that trust. They're gonna trust fall into your lap now. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> um, so he comes over and she basically says to, in the confessional, I've liked him more than I've liked any other guy. Again, this has been built up to a magical realism in her head. I mean, or they've been dating for like a year and we just didn't get it. But he, so she's like, he could get pissed at me. It could be not his kid or it could be his kid. And he doesn't know. Or he didn't want to talk about his kids. She's spiraling. She is, this is the definition of a spiraling. Yep. And so they walk up and Kelly's like, oh, you look great. You're going to show me what George is about tonight? She's like, yeah. And Let's so, have some alcohol because that makes everything better. No arguments in this podcast. <laughs> and so. Oh, we were going to drink this podcast. We just forgot. Oh, it's too late. Oh, well. Oh, well. And so. Molly's uh, so she says you might need a drink so they get a little drink and they're sitting down and basically she's like so Kelly are you absolutely I need to tell you something are you absolutely positive you're not with someone that had a kid and then you left and then you don't know they had a kid that was yours about you know because girls be looking up stuff and Kelly goes huh and that's where she says let me show you a picture. And we just see Kelly's face and he says, holy, holy shit. So we don't know. We don't know. Again, nothing, nothing lets you know that someone maybe you're dating to someone who maybe who be cuckoo like this. It's not good. Even if you think you may know, if you think this is an issue Honey, you need to go do some detective work. Cynthia could have probably done a little more detective work. She could have told you. Well, she does show Cynthia, and Cynthia says, right. Oh, that looks like him. I see it in the mouth. But honestly, you need... Her to- friends did validate her. I'm, I know, but which man... Which made it worse. Her, if her friends... Her friends should have been like... Her friends I, validated her I will this, say, in her defense. There's no good way to ask about this. Because you Although, have Although, if you thought the kid looked like... So if I should not to interrupt, but I have to ask. If I showed you a picture of someone I was dating and I said, I think this is his kid, first of all, you would say, Maddie, I've told you men can't get pregnant. <laughs> and I would say, But are you sure? He was never dating a woman. Yeah. Besides that, I showed you a picture and it looked like the guy I was dating. Yeah. Would you tell me I'm crazy? Or would no, you I'm, no, I'm saying I would not tell you you're crazy. I'm saying, well, you know you can't say anything, right? Okay, that's what I want to know what you would say. Yeah, because if you say this, you will torpedo any chance you have. But is that where you would go drive to that house and confront that person and yes. ask them for yes. me? Yes, yes, That's what Cynthia should have done. Yes. True friend. Cynthia should have called this woman. Sometimes and said, friends. Is that, is, that, is that Kelly's child? This is I need to of, know that. Yes, this is the type of dirty work friends do. Yep. Not that bullshit of, of her friend Nat. Nat I'll trade you a secret for a secret. And Monster. Call us. Call us, Monster. Wow. I can have him. I can I, I can have you two days and I'll give him to you for like three days. You know what? That's, He's used to having sloppy seconds. That dick's so bad. I will take him. And besides, it evens out because 
one of the last guys you slept with, I did sleep with before. Yeah, that was gross. But I noticed that. <laughs> Poodle was like, why are you Facebook friends with this person? I'm like, oh, we used to fuck all the time. And he just, and it was like, kind of like everybody's face at um, baby girl Lisa's wedding. <laughs> Bad shrimp. Bad shrimp. Yeah. Who was that guy? I can't even remember him. Um, oh, what was his name? He had an amazing dick. It was a huge What dick. was his name? Uh, Andrew. That's what his name was. Yes! Yeah. He was good in bed. It is weird. Let's talk about our new favorite castmate, Colt. <laughs> and I say this because he's the least offensive of all the other men on this right now. What's happening? Although he, I don't understand how Colt's making his bed. Yeah, it's weird. And I think that's why I want Doritos, because he was eating chips. Um... He says that Vanessa and he are in a relationship right now. And they're not on the same page when we have sex and intimacy. Cut to why, 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 why are we looking at Colt on the bed without his shirt on? And kissy faces. She gets in the bed. They turn off the light. He's like, I love you. And she says, disgusting. And he says, it's so weird. Like, I love you. Thanks for being my girlfriend. Yeah. Thanks we, for letting me put my penis inside your vagina. it wasn't even, sorry, this is going to bother some sissies, but we have to talk about it. It wasn't even kisses. It was like. Oh, yeah. It was sucking noises. Like, I know I heard. He was like sucking. He was, he was like sucking on her nipple. Parquet. If you've never watched that commercial, you need to watch that butter thing say parquet. It's an annoying little shit. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so whatever. So there, he goes to see Mama Debbie, and she's brushing cookie dough. Well, he says. I want to take, because this is important. He says, I want to take uh, Vanessa to Big Bear. It's a quaint Oh, that's right. Town. Which it's, is right near like Arrowhead, where, where Big Ed was. Yeah, and Arrowhead's like, Big Bear's like, it's beautiful, y'all. It's like two hours outside of L.A. Yeah. Um, really pretty. Funny story about Big Bear. <laughs> this so, is not wait, true. It is true. Wait, y'all, maybe he was drunk at the time. But when Poodle and I were roommates, and we lived with our friend Sissy... Sissy went to, she went to Big Bear with her boyfriend. Right. And I'd gone to Big Bear like the month before. And Poodle still had not yet I had not gone. Me. Have you been there yeah. since? Um, so big, and I, and so Lindsay, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I've said her name before. Sissy. Sissy, she, um, she's a big improv person. And so she can run on the fly. And so we were sitting there talking and Poodle had a couple of drinks. I think I was, I was pretty soused. And so I said, oh, you know, well. And they have that, I love Big Bear, and we're talking about Big Bear. I said, and then the big, and, and Sissy said, the big entrance sign of Big Bear. I said, yeah, and then the theme song they play when everybody drives through. And Lindsay was like, oh, I love that one. And Poodle went, I'm like, no. Poodle said, what? This is not real. Said, yeah, when you drive into Big Bear, they play a, their Big Bear theme song. And he right. said, no, that's not true. We went on for like 10 minutes, and I, you deny it. But you were convinced there was a. Big I thought bear there thought. might be when the when the when the when your tires ran across 
the entrance when I went, welcome to Big Bear. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. But because uh, it was just, <laughs> and then I started disbelieving it when you told me what the song was. Lindsay said, what's the song? But you still, I, and so I just broke out and sang and I went, going to the Big Bear Mountains. It's a Big Bear Mountain. It's a Big Bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second yeah always worked. Go into the big bear. Go into the big bear. Go into the big bear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you still believed it that night. I don't know. I was still questioning it. <laughs> I had, I'd only, I had only been I'd only been there for like a year. Oh. <laughs> it was great. Um, you can't really get poodle on a lot of things. She's a yeah. wise bitch. Um, anyway, so there is petting Cookie Dough, the cat, who's Cookie showing her, her showing cold his asshole, <laughs> which is what you do, Cookie Dough. Been there. Um, and they're talking about him being homeschooled. I'm like, of course he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and guess what he shows, Mother Debbie. I, I want to preface because I just know you because I don't want any homeschool sissies to come for us. The reason why I thought, of course, Colt is homeschooled because Mother Debbie is fucking. No, that's what I terrible. just said. I said, I know, of course it was. Because Colt talks about how homeschool kids are weird and stuff like that. Not I will really. Say, I just think it's, you, a lot of times parents are, are very worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Colt is not the poster boy for homeschool no, children. No, no, no. I'm talking about a lot of times overprotective parents. I know. I use just want to make it clear. I don't want to. And it could have been in the, L- the Las Vegas. Uh, public I system. Las Vegas had good schools. We even I don't had a know. sissy who came to the. I don't know. I just think Mother Debbie, y'all homeschooled your kid. That's great. Even if you feel protective, that some I know one family that have gay kids that get bullied, and that's the right oh, thing to do Jesus. for those kids. So don't. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying, y'all. Can you imagine how crazy? How many times do you think Mother Debbie went up to the school to talk to teachers that they weren't enabling Colton? Oh yeah, terrible. I bet at least three times a year. Oh God, his phone's blowing up. Oh God, it's grinder. Anyway, um, um anyway, so so yes, yeah, so Colt has said, I'm close to my mom, and she was my teacher, and I didn't know what he was talking about because he was talking about sex and stuff before. So I was like, yeah, What the kind fuck? Of fucked up. And he said, So, but you know, I'm gonna talk to her because I'm gonna do everything I can to not lose Vanessa, and I'm gonna give Vanessa a ring and ask her to marry me. <sighs> So he's going to talk to Mother Debbie about this. And y'all, I think this is better done. What a way to close the show, in fact. With some reality gaze theater. Kind of. I like that one. I like the way it ended. Don't love the quartal harmony, but, you know, we'll work it out. That's in fourths. Don't really love that. I, I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and scene. Hey there. Hey, Dave Coat. Hey, hey mom. Hey, hey, hey mom. I just want to. cookie dough here. Oh. Pet pe- me. Pe- cookie Don't dough. pet the cat. Pet me, mama. Pee wee, be quiet. Okay. Can't let Coat know about this. Okay. So, mom, um, I just want to. Here, I'm going to hand you this thing wrapped up in a handkerchief. What is it? It doesn't look like a bomb at all. Is this some kind of bandana? There's not a human finger in there, I swear. What are you talking about? Go ahead, open it. uh, 
what, what the hell is this? It's a ring for Vanessa. I want to show her how much I love her. Are you out of your fucking mind? Holy fuck! <laughs> Pee-wee, be quiet. Sorry. Don't know. Don't let people know about your. Uh, don't you know about your existence? He's just so fucking weird, Mom. I know, but you know, we're gonna kill him one day. It's fine. I love yeah. him so much, but I want to kill him. I'm gonna let you do it yeah, too. Yeah, but cold tastes good. I mean, I don't want to eat him. I mean, what? Look over there. That's a different thing, Pee-wee. Just cannibalism, but uh, I guess that's <laughs> sure. Why not? Another step in your evolution. So, kind of creeps Debbie out. <laughs> so, Mom. I, you know, I just, I, you know, I don't want to scare her off, but I feel like, I feel like this is what I need to do but to I think show this her is I love her. Way too early. Way really, too early. Really? But I just want to show her I love her. Uh, maybe just get her some flowers. Why, Mom, why do you sound like Droopy Dog or that girl it with big lips from Love After I'm Lockout? I'm kind of talk like, <laughs> you're right, smart here. Yes, that's here. I forgot what I was doing. Sorry. Sorry, I had a frog in my throat. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but this has not been divorced very long. Uh, I, I just, I know. You don't think it's a good idea, Mom? No, I don't. Okay, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I thought you would. Boy, what an idiot. Can we eat him now, Mom? Pee-wee, you'll always be my first son. Thank you, Cookie Dough. <laughs> and scene. That's better. I found her. I, I, I've had so many other voices. I know. You're a chameleon, really. I know. Sarah Bernhardt. It's true. Y'all. Not, not Sandra Bernhardt, like you thought. <laughs> you said Sarah Bernhardt, and I still thought of Sandra I know, Bernhardt. I know. I know. Y'all, that's the show, because literally, the Gul- show. Colt still feels like, mom suggests talk to her, and Ugh. Debbie gives great advice. She's like, Colt, you're scared to talk to me. Talk to her in the you're car. You're scared to talk to her in the talk car. Talk to her in the car before she goes. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Y'all, you can find us at realitygatespodcast.com. Hey, apparently we've got like... We, my cameo blew up during this while we're doing this I show. know, mine too. So y'all, you can find us on cameo. We're both up and we're happy to do it. We love to do it, actually. Um, you can also find us on the Twitter, Reality Gaze Pod. And y'all, we call these people Lonely Hearts because Poodle, aren't we all just lonely, lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you want me to meet your daughter right after we become boyfriend and girlfriend, First of all, call your therapist, and then call us. Call. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? 
or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.